0: hello welcome everybody to another episode of the heart business podcast as always i'm your host josh leach joined today by Fair Sharari, the co-host how are we doing today my man
1: i'm good bro i'm good on this fabulous monday how are you
0: i'm great man i'm great take two of this started <laughs> off pretty bad in the beginning there but it, it's all good yeah a little slow
1: start but <laughs> we'll turn it around man special it's not just an ordinary monday today's a special monday First and foremost, MLK Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Today's his special day. Uh, alongside, this was the day the world was blessed with a guy by the name of Muhammad Ali.
0: Yes, humanitarian, great athlete, just overall great person. So
1: this, that yeah, I can go on for an hour tangent on all the things that I admire and love about Muhammad Ali, man. So I won't, I won't do that today as much as I would like to Uh, keep going forever yeah yeah no bullshit we got we got some fights to talk about and react to
0: yeah so the basically the agenda of today's episode will be talking about boxing fight that finally got announced that we've been uh talking about for so so long now maybe a year and a half maybe going on two years um for this fight to happen and then of course uh the wbo successful wbo uh Defending of uh, Joe Smith versus Steve Giffard, and of course on the UFC side, probably could be fight of the year, early fight of the year with uh, Mister Cater versus uh, your boy Giga Man. Great fight, great fight. And So I'm just I'm excited to talk about it. But let's go to the the fight, man. The fight that finally got announced, man. Mm-hmm. And you guys are probably seeing this from the title already, but. Yeah, it's here. Shakur Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez. He's the, the knockout winner. Well, my knockout winner, his fairest knockout winner of last year. Man, I mean, there's just no more hiding them. And it's crazy because I kind of eat my words a little bit from, well, not really, but I guess I can kind of say like Shakur didn't really have the star power. He probably wouldn't have gotten this fight. This was one of the fights that I wanted to happen so bad. But I was always in the back of my mind, like, yeah, this, it's not gonna happen. Like Oscar's kind of looking past him, looking over his shoulder a little bit, like yeah, I don't, I don't really see this kid. But you, just, you can't ignore him now. Like he's he's coming in to the spotlight a little bit more, especially with his last fight against uh, a Herring in October. You just you can't dodge it anymore, right? You can't. He's here. He beat he beat a guy like that. It's just, and now he's on the verge of a. Uh, you know, getting a unification. You know, so I'm so glad this this fight's happening, and um yeah, yeah
1: I'm glad. Bugs.
0: Thank God it wasn't consen. Con- I forgot to spell his name. Robson, Robson- consensus. <laughs> thank God it wasn't that fight between him and Valdez because oh my God, that just would have stalled. Yeah. So much more. So.
1: Yeah, this fight is a lot more exciting. I mean, it's bringing it's yeah. bringing audience from. It's like. the the classic black versus Mexican storyline that I know they're going to run with. And they might as well. I mean, right? Granted, both guys are fit the category. It's like the Floyd versus Oscar De La Hoya, the Meldrick Taylor versus Julio Cesar Chavez. It's it's a legendary uh, rivalry between the two. I mean, not to mention both of these guys are fucking undefeated, bro. World champs. Both think they're the best at 130. And then I'm glad the promoters were like, all right, let's 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 make it happen. Both are top-ranked guys, so I'm sure it wasn't hard to put together. But I'm glad, man. I think these are two of the best at 130. Line them up and Shakur knock them down.
0: Yeah, I mean, and this is the fight he wanted for so long, too. Um, as long as I've been following his career, I've, I've been seeing him talk about this fight for a long time. I was like, maybe he's got to, you know, put on a little persona, you know, start – Throwing some money in the air, put some shades on, you know, <laughs> typical thing. Get some money, but uh, or attention. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm glad this one happened. The all Mexican would have been would have been cool too, but I don't think it's I don't think it's as good as yeah. It should, I think this is just as good as it gets. Yeah, you know, it doesn't sell better than this fight too. Yeah. yeah, so it's this is good, man. So junior lightweight fight coming up, man uh to be dated we don't know yet but we just know it's coming and i'm i'm so excited man this is gonna be one of it's gonna be one of those ones this year man because oscar is just he's that guy man he's that heavy hitting guy and and shakur is that guy that can't get touched Mm -hmm. so we're gonna see what happens we're gonna see what happens yeah but anything more on that before we uh
1: no i think we covered it all man i'm just pumped for it it gotta happen Hopefully, yeah, no bullshit gets in the way. No, no, no sides just get petty. I don't, I don't know, man. Boxing, anything could happen. I hope nothing does happen.
0: Yeah. And we said this in our, our well, I, I believe I said it in our podcasting too, uh, at the end of the year. Um, this is one of those fights that I said this has to happen next year, and here we are. So
1: here we are, man. I remember you saying Shakur is not the most marketable guy, and I think.
0: That's why I said I was eating my words a little yeah. bit. He's still not that marketable, but I was saying if he wants to really get this fight, then he's gotta, you know, he's gotta start twerking. Or- <laughs> I, know. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: he's been talking shit on Twitter. Hopefully, hopefully that's enough.
0: Yeah, yeah we gotta start doing something. But I don't know. He cleared, he did something right. Um, I just think Osher just couldn't keep dodging him. But anyway, more to come for that. Uh, yeah, I feel like we said everything else. Let's yeah. get into this. This uh, this uh, light heavy, this light heavy with Joe Smith. Early fight, man. Pretty early fight. Man. Yeah, timing um, was
1: perfect on this one.
0: Yeah, definitely good timing on this. Um, but, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on this fight?
1: Honestly, man, I don't really got much on it, bro. I I mean, I was watching, of course. I was pretty locked in. The matchup was great for Joe. It's always an entertaining guy to watch. But I just wasn't too impressed with the opposition. Uh the guy was just eating shots and he wasn't really countering. He wasn't, he was just like, you just see uh, Joe just walk forward, just putting power, power shots. That lead hand, he threw like six jabs in a row at one point, and the guy just stood in front of him. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't impressed on, on his display. And I mean, I get it. Maybe uh, the skill disparity was too far. Maybe that was the case. But I just think, like, you're never getting another opportunity like this in your life yeah. you could have had a rocky moment and you just i don't know just stood it stood in front of your powerful opposition just eight shots probably wasn't the best game plan
0: yeah sure i mean yeah he took the fight short notice as well so you we got to put that into uh account for the fight and yeah joe too this is the first fight i've seen joe live i've uh, only ever seen highlights he doesn't seem like he was really a jab-heavy guy in majority of his other fights. It was a lot of the jab today, or on Saturday, I should say. Excuse me. Um, yeah, he, he just seemed really comfortable behind that jab, like you said. Um, just exerting dominance that way, really going in with the killer instinct when he needed to go into with killer instinct um, to put the guy away for a TKO uh, stoppage. Um yeah, he just looked—he looked massive in there. He looked like a massive human being, uh, which comes with those light heavies. I could—he could pass for a heavy. Um, yeah, he just looked so much bigger than the other guys. Yeah. It's it pretty straightforward. I mean, it's really a a a jab fest until it was till the guy had enough <laughs> and then you know put him away. Just
1: took it. Me. Um,
0: but my question is, uh, looking at that performance, looking at what what, what Joe's done. Um, is he ready for Better Beedev? Is he ready for Canelo? With it seems like that's going to be the conversation, right? Where he said before, "I want to fight Better beative before Canelo." Mm-hmm. And do you just do you see that like being a realistic thing for him and like in his timeline, like right now? Yeah, man, I do because I think
1: he he said in that post fight interview that he wants to unify. That's a part of the goals that he has in mind is is unifying the the light heavyweight division. And the only other champions are Bivol and Better Beedev. Uh, so
0: my question, my question is, though, is he ready, though?
1: Yeah, man, I thought he was ready before this fight. I didn't think this fight was uh distinction well, we one way or another.
0: Yeah, we, we heard the thing last year, though, with the whole COVID thing or whatever it was or something like that where he was out. I can't remember, but he was out for a bit and then he came back for this one. Right. So he was out for quite a bit. So this is really one of those fights where it could have went like either way. Right. Because that's kind of like what happened in his last one. <laughs> where it was sort of fifty fifty on 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 both sides and even though I i think he lost it you know other people think otherwise you might think otherwise um to answer my own question i don't see it i don't see what he has for better beat if honestly did you just a just for an early discussion on that early prediction on
1: that did you think given his performance this past Saturday, did it did it draw you away from thinking he was ready
0: no a little bit see that's a good question because i think i'm kind of a little bit of the opposite i kind of like uh, see and it's it's tough right because he didn't we didn't get to see the opponent right the the correct opponent for this week yeah um so that kind of like makes me give him a little bit benefit of the doubt there and what he did to this guy was just, was great. Like I can't even take that away from him. Um, but I don't see what I don't see what everyone else sees in him for at least for the better of fight. Um, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if that's going to happen anytime soon. Because maybe it seems like Canelo is going to come up and uh, get the fight with better beative. But who knows? That's a unification fight, so they'll probably prioritize that first. Um, but as far as that goes, I'm not sure, man. I just don't really see. it.
1: Yeah, do you think Better of is just far better than Joe is?
0: Yeah, I think he's far better, man. Mm. I think he, I think he's his his dominance in the ring is is just a lot more present. He's got way more power. I feel, I feel, um, his arsenal is just a lot deeper. I feel like I feel like he picks his shots, the heavier shots, a lot more smarter, which is why the guy has a, a, a crazy knockout ratio, right? Like he, he can pick those power shots perfectly, um, and I feel like Joe just doesn't do that sometimes, mm. you know, especially um, in his last fight where he was mostly on the back foot, he wasn't really pushing forward too much, um, not, just not really being. The, the bigger dominant guy and Better Beative will be that guy. He's he's always stepping up to the plate, right? He's always going to try to be the bigger man and, and uh, push you back. So, just based off how he fights backwards, I can't, man. I can't look it into... <laughs> But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll be convinced by by the time we talk about that fight, if it happens, maybe by something you said. Mm. Or maybe I'll watch a little bit more footage on him. I don't know. Just the way he fights, it's stylistically, it's a a, a dream come true for Better Beav.
1: I mean, fair enough, bro. I mean, both guys' strongest attribute is their power. And I think, I would agree with you, I think Better of is slightly uh, more powerful than Joe is. But at their size, bro, any given night, anybody could win. Uh yeah, especially with power bouncers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're big guys, so just whoever lands that <laughs> shot. And we haven't really seen Better Be to get cracked like that too much. In the last fight he was bleeding quite a bit, but we haven't really seen him against somebody that's got some real like natural power, right? To like knock him out. So that'd be interesting. That would be to, man. to see that to see that Joe one. Yeah. But that's... I just think Canelo has so much more to offer so much more to offer. So if we're talking about that fight specifically, then that's a whole different fight. Yeah.
1: I mean, how crazy is it that Canelo has that much power, bro? He has, like, complete control of, like, three different divisions. Yeah. Just,
0: just just with the power alone. It's like he's not even just beating... He's knocking these guys out. Yeah. It's not it's not like he's winning, you know, based off of his arsenal, you know? We know what he can do. Um, You've seen him in, in those type of fights, but he's knocking these guys out man that's that's
1: saying something yeah not only that not only beating them in the ring but he he basically dictates really what happens at like super middleweight light heavyweight now cruiserweight conversation like he can be like i want to face that guy who's a champion and then he'll get that fight tomorrow Yeah. Yeah, that boy got too much influence man
0: Way too much. Yeah. Well, what's a realistic timeline, do you think, for this unification fight? Joe Smith, better be you? What, what date do you call it?
1: Probably early summertime.
0: Early summer? Yeah, I
1: think early summer works out. Okay. Better be it, fall, what, in December, I think, or, or late November, uh, yeah. against that Marcus Brown. He seems active. Yeah. He
0: seems like an active guy, so it seems like he'll get back. Yeah. I'm just worried about Joe. Joe doesn't seem like he's got too much activity. But that's yeah. because he's dealt with stuff in the past. Right.
1: And opponents pulling out. Oh, exactly. he so. has been a victim of that many times. Yeah. Uh-huh. So
0: Yeah, I I would I would say summer as well. That'd be that'd be a great yeah. uh, summer fight yeah. for that. I
1: feel like Joe didn't take any energy, uh any injuries his this past fight. You yeah. know, he didn't go through an intense or immense workout, I don't think either. he's probably not that bad, can fight probably next month. Yeah. But better be if I think he needs a little more time. Remember that slice on his forehead?
0: Yeah, he got cut up pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He was bleeding.
1: That that was the, one of the grossest time.
0: cuts I've ever seen. Yeah, that was, it was gross. Uh yeah, just a bad placement for that as well. But yeah, this is this is probably uh the most excited I've been for this division. Um <laughs> Yeah. Trying to I'm trying to make it exciting for, <laughs> for the viewers as well. <laughs> the magnitude of this fight. And all I can think of is unification. Yeah. Um so unifications to come, man. A lot of unifications this year, apparently. So, can
1: I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you find more entertaining, the light heavyweight division or the super featherweight division of boxing?
0: I can't even tell you. Who it Was that Joshua Franco? <laughs> yeah. Andrew Maloney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. That one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say light heavies because they, they got knockout power and and uh, you're not seeing that in the light Yeah,
1: lights. they're not yeah. buzzing <laughs> around the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, that's the only name I can give you Maloney and, and Frank. Yeah. Guys I yeah. Saw.
1: I mean, how could you not after their fight? Yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm excited for this one. Like I said, a lot of unifications this year, man. Shakur, this one. Hopefully, the lightweights. uh Hopefully, the heavyweights. We'll see, you, man. Yeah. The, the year of the unification i like that maybe, that, maybe that'd be the time of the
1: episode. yeah that's what we want to see right at the end of the day we want to see one champion one top dog not yeah. one top dog and four other champs
0: yeah. <clears throat> damn i wish there was more to say about this fight but yeah. it was straightforward and uh this is a, a fresh division for me and um yeah, not not too much going on in, in here <laughs> besides <the two> teams, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, and
1: Bivol, Bivol's another undefeated yeah, Bilbo. champ. Yeah, yeah, Bivol for sure. Well, I I hope I made this entertaining enough for you, Josh. I know, I know you hate the light heavies.
0: <laughs> ah, it is, what it is. I mean, it's boxing. There wasn't any boxing on it, uh, this weekend, anyway.
1: So we didn't talk about it. But New Year's uh, Day, did you catch the the Luis Ortiz, uh, Charles Martin fight? Oh
0: uh, yeah, I caught a glimpse of that. It was. Pretty-
1: yeah, that was that was a <laughs> shit show. But I'll tell you that last round was hella entertaining.
0: Yeah, very, very
1: Yeah, that last that round was, was fun. And- yeah, and just so you thought like Martin was about to knock Lewis Ortiz out cold, and then Ortiz lands one shot and now Martin's drunk. <laughs> yeah what a shit show man and then martin after the fight was my favorite part after he goes up to lewis talking about that was bullshit and lewis doesn't speak english right so he, yeah, he, doesn't understand he, he exactly means. he thought uh martin was like dissing him or trying to you know talk shit at the stoppage or Ortiz bushes him all pissed oh <laughs> uh, man it was a great
0: it was a great fight uh, Not great times. yeah it was good times, good times, great times. but, but yeah. yeah i feel like that covers everything on that um I don't have much more to say. Uh fortune's not much boxing news. Just more drama on Twitter with the lightweight yeah. Amy. Your boy, you wanna Tiafimo's posting more gospel quotes <laughs> <laughs> Some.
1: Oh my god, man. Yeah, I
0: found God, man. I gotta give it to him. He found God after this loss, That was wow. If
1: there was somebody he needed to find, man, it was God. I'll tell you it was, that.
0: It was God, man. And his loud mouth pops need to get out of his ear and leave him alone yeah bro
1: just needs to give him that uh six feet quarantine rule <laughs> just stay away <laughs> i like <that>. you know
0: <laughs> damn but yeah uh anything else on that, that much, yeah that's pretty much everything yeah. before we go to ufc I mean, that was the real meaning yeah. of the of the weekend for me. I
1: agree, bro. With all, given all the football, all the everything going on, the basketball. I think yeah. this was my favorite moment of the weekend.
0: Oh yeah, for all the New England fans, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Patriots. Ah, come on, man. Do you have to rest? I I gotta I gotta give them a proper memorial here on the show, uh, man. Rest in peace, Patriots. You did everything you could. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Quarterback, I'm gonna say your name. It's like Vol. That's like saying Voldemort at this point. You Watch Harry Potter. Nah, can't even say his name anymore. You say his name, you just you're gonna die. Uh, yeah, it's like Voldemort from Harry Potter. You say his name, you're dead. So just write your name on the on the contract. You're gone. But yeah, rest in peace, those Patrons, man. They did everything they could, right? That's we can say that. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll just wait for you to finish but this anyway, segment, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shut Sh- anyway, on my anyway. patrons. Continue, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll spare
0: you. I'll spare Appreciate you. Appreciate it. But anyway, uh, yeah, the UFC, man. Wow. We stuck with our instincts, man. Um, we stuck with the right guy. I was afraid you were going to go with Giga, man, because you're going to be. Uh, heavily disappointing yourself. Yeah. Should so, oh have my guy Cater, man. Should so, oh have won my guy Kyle. And, and good thing you did. As I did, champ. Wow. Just just, just a good fight, man. And I said earlier, could be fight of the year potential. I don't know. Maybe he could just didn't really put up much of a fight, though.
1: Yeah, that's that's the only reason why I wouldn't give it fight of the year. Yeah. Also, it's the first fight of the year. And yeah. I thought of. Well, I said early. fight. Yeah, I was thinking about it from like the if we if you added this fight to twenty twenty one, does it still compare? Is it still fight of the year? Uh, yeah, probably I don't not. think well, so.
0: After all the other, all the other ones we saw, definitely
1: yeah, did. I don't think so. But it was definitely a great performance. I would just like more at a Giga in order to give it the fight fight of the year.
0: Yeah, you know? and we can kind of get into that. Um, yeah, yeah if, as far as the fight went. Yeah, I was I was kinda strange, man, because there wasn't really much threat for Cal the whole fight, mm-hmm. right? It was sort of just him putting putting the pressure forward, like we said, that was the game plan. We had we have to eliminate the kicks. And we said it, man. Like he did it better than anybody that's fought Giga. I mean, there's there's your blueprint right there. Giga's gotta find a new game plan now. Whenever he's getting pressured by somebody like that. And of course you got to have the boxing expertise of uh, cater we got to give him his credit there. The boxing was just crazy absolute clinic on the on the side of boxing but he he just did so well of of, of eating those punches and that's the sort of fighter we you know he is you know he's got to take some damage to to deliver the damage right and he did that so perfectly I thought yeah um, to just be a, a come forward guy take the shots deliver the harder shots to eliminate the legs and and uh once the giga kicks are gone like this we, we don't know who that guy is yeah. right and we got to see him on Saturday so that was incredible um and and a lot of work he's got to do right a lot of a lot of uh self reflection a lot of <laughs> for sure looking in the mirror what kind of fighter am i without the kicks you know you got to be more than a one trick pony here um, not to say that his hands aren't good. He definitely put the hands on on uh on Calvin, but you know, the face says that oh man, Cal was clean. He was clean. Uh just a little bit of a bump on, on, on the side of his cheek. I saw his eyes were weren't swollen, uh which is crazy. And just a little bit of redness. And then you look at Giga, yeah. it looks, he looks like a you know
1: ten seven, bro. Bad. It was a ten seven.
0: Definitely, it was a ten-seven fight. <laughs> Put it that way, but um, damn, man, that was bad, man. That was a really, really bad beating. It was kind of hard to watch at some at certain points, uh, going going towards the fourth round, mostly, where it was really just him just getting battered. Like he looked awkward when he was. You never see Giga like that, so it was it was a little weird, you know. You yeah, really facts. bouncy, A lot of energy, throwing the kicks out, you know. And he just—he was slouched forward in like a boxing. St- we never seen him in that boxing stance. It was a weird. It was weird, man. It was really weird, um, to see him out of his element. And that—that's the type of guy. This guy will. will, will this, this is what will do to you, man. he will take you out of that element, and that's what we saw this fight. Um, so I'm interested more what you what you thought. Yeah, bro. Were you surprised? Were you a little disappointed in Giga? What, what do
1: you think? I wouldn't say disappointed. I mean I if anything, I was impressed with how tough he is. I didn't think he'd be able to sustain that much just onslaught and still he didn't even get dropped one time, bro. Well he did. No, he did. At the end. I mean, do you count that though? Was that was that it a counts. It, counts. it does? Alright, alright. Okay, does. that's one. Of all those <laughs> <laughs> of all those shots Calvin landed, this man only falls once.
0: And granted, that was the cleanest shot of the fight in terms of, like, it was right on the chin and he his body collapsed. But that was, like, a whole 24-minute buildup of that. Yeah. You know, getting to that moment and then he drops.
1: Yeah. In. Yeah, that's that's true. It's definitely, like, an accumulation of all the shots.
0: Definitely. So I'll give you that. But he still dropped. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, one drop. <laughs> I see on one of the judges' scorecards that last round was a 10-8. Uh,
0: disagree 10-7. But <laughs> the whole fight was a 10-7. Yeah. Let's just be honest, Giga only won the second round because he was landing the kicks, yeah. And uh, and uh, Calvin was sort of opening up a little bit more, trying to uh, see where he belongs in the fight, and then he just realized, let's just stick with the jab. Mm-hmm. And he, and I guarantee you, that was probably. Uh, I wish he, they had him mic'd up a little bit more. But I guarantee that was Rob saying, just jab him up, bro. <laughs> Literally jab him just throw it up, out he, there. jab him yeah. all day. And, and what better guy to tell you that than Rob, right? The, one of the best jabs in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So that's a great guy to have in your corner. Great advice um, to stick to that jab because that was the best thing he could have done. Um, because the forward pressure, I noticed from uh, the first round, the forward pressure was nice. The power shots were great. Um, but he was still getting hit. He was still getting opened up, mm-hmm. and and uh, he found that jab in that second round. Damn. So that was good. That was good. And then from there on, it was just a, oh my god, it was a clinic.
1: Yeah, man. bro, it was an absolute a clinic. clinic. Yeah, not just the jab, bro, but those fucking elbows, man.
0: Yeah, the elbows were nasty. A... Just throwing spinning elbows. Yeah, or even I gotta give it to him though, uh, Calvin Giga. The footwork was phenomenal for Giga. That guy was moving around. Everywhere, and he 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 did his best. He you know because he's kind of like a sit on the cage type of guy. He can bounce around a little bit. Um, just haven't seen it too much with him. Um, he usually sits on the cage a little bit and, and throws those kicks. Um, so to see him move around like that was you know Calvin had to search a little bit. You know he didn't make it easy for him. It wasn't like Calvin just completely walked him down. Yeah, that's what it that's what it appeared to be. But he did his best, you know, uh with the footwork. So I gotta give him that, but. Yeah, Just lack of output. I think.
1: Yeah, well, I think his footwork was pretty, like, pretty good, like you say in the first two rounds, and then after it looked like he slowed down. and He didn't have much legs yeah. under him, yeah. uh, and I don't know, man. Oh. We kind of, I, I never did before because all his fights were finishes pretty early, but now I start to question that that uh, gas tank of his, man. Once you yeah. start getting these high level matches, these are five rounders, these are main event slots. These aren't three mm. rounds pity uh against some some mediocre competition like this this is top dogs. Um but one thing I wanted to point out about Calvin bro you hit it was the the distance management and the, the overall movement bro hit the boxing movement he was going southpaw to orthodox landing yeah. strikes back to southpaw landing strikes just back and forth
0: and that helps right
1: yeah yeah Giga did not know how to set up that kick at all uh, with with all that movement from Calvin, but Giga still landed a few of those signature body kicks, man.
0: Yeah, he was still good. Yeah, he was it's landing. Just not up. as much mm-hmm. as we usually see from him. Mm-hmm. So it was a question of whether this man could box with him. I want to say by round three, can he can he sit here and box with him for three rounds? And it was just it was non existent. Yeah, it it just, didn't
1: happen for you, pal. The
0: hands were yeah. The hands were just not as see when you make it a boxing fight. Calvin's just ten times better, and that's essentially what that fight was—was was, was a boxing fight. Um, Calvin, he was—he just nailed every opportunity, like every opportunity he had in this fight to land a shot. He did mm-hmm. every time, like we saw with the spinning elbow. Um, Giga tried to throw that head kick. He spun around, landed on the ground. It, Calvin got right on him for the takedown. Got a little two minutes on the ground. Not too much damage, but you know that's a that's round Man, one in the bank. For counts him. points. More spinning elbows, you know, the jab. Every time he switched southpaw, that jab came out because he knew Giga was going to come in with that kick. and He just jabbed him every single time. And it just got to the point where Giga stopped throwing the kicks. He didn't even need to switch dances anymore. Yeah. He could have just stayed orthodox and jabbed him up all day from there. Um, so that's the only thing I, I would say was a little bit... Uh, unnecessary and and that just goes to show you like he was so ahead of like the fight that he i was saying i was texting him, he was like he was just getting bored that's how i described it he was just doing whatever at that point like he didn't even need to switch stances anymore he, he got this guy mentally fucked this guy had nothing for him and and it was just it was great to see man it was really great to witness especially after what happened last year right? yeah for real you know Paid in full, man. Absolutely.
1: Everything comes in full. Yeah, search. hell yeah. And Bisping hit it on the nail in the con- on the broadcast. He was like, Calvin last year was getting beat up by Max. Now he's the one beating Giga up the same way he got beat up, exactly. with the elbows, just the the yeah. onslaught of volume, the high pace, the in your face. Yeah. Like when you look at it from like the retrospect, it's kind of crazy to see how much Calvin learned from that Max fight. How much he took away from it and style and just just being better than the guy you're in front of.
0: You might get a compilation soon, man. All these featherweights, we got to put them all together in a picture mm. of their of their beatdowns, like the <laughs> up because it's happening to a lot of them. Man. No
1: bullshit, you should do it. You should be the first, bro. That'll be a cool picture. Pull up Ortega. Yeah, hell yeah, Ortegas. Pull up Calvin's. Pull up Gigas. Yeah, years.
0: Yeah, dude, these guys are getting pummeled. Yeah. Man. I gotta say it, man. Featherweight's my favorite division right now. Yeah, man, these guys, it really is. They have
1: fucking really wars, is. dude. Yeah, they have wars for sure.
0: They're going at it. They had some of my favorite fights last year, obviously. Uh, what one of my favorite fights of last year, my fight of the year, yeah. with Featherweight, and then of course, that Max and uh, yeah, the Max and Calvin, uh, Calvin, those were my favorite fights of the. Of the entire year, so I I got to give it to them. Man, the featherweights are are putting on shows. Um, but if there's not more you have to say about the fight, man, let's let's talk a little bit before we uh, head up out of here. It's a quick one.
1: I just wanted to ask you what? one question before yeah. we push past this uh these two guys because yeah. I want.
0: Oh, I was gonna stay. I was gonna stay on. I was gonna do some, do some little ask you some questions. Uh, what do you think? of certain things? I, yeah, Go
1: ahead. No, you first. You first. I'll hold it to the to the end.
0: Right. I was thinking so. So, we got Chang Cheng Song. He's he's zombies secured with Volk. So, that fight's off, off the table for Calvin. You know, Max is out with the injury. Where do you want to see... Where do you think you want to see Calvin? Do you want to see him with Yair? Do you want to see him with Ortega? Do you want to see him with uh, Josh Emmett? Mm. Like, where, where, do you, where do you see him at, realistically, in the next fight?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Ah, uh, Man, if I... From a st-
0: if I'm being realistic, yeah, I say that Emmett fight. If we're being ah, realistic, I'll say the Emmett. No, just <clears> off <throat> for of being realistic because Emmett has been out for how many years now from that injury, and this guy put on a really close fight with Ige. So Ige's not, you know, he's a little behind on that. So Josh Emmett's coming up, you know, got Arnold Allen. I uh, can't remember last time Arnold fought, but Josh is just ready. He's just ready to fight. You know, Calvin took some damage. He didn't take too much damage, you know, so he can come back in a few months, uh, three, four months for some training and then secure a fight by, I don't know, maybe summer, maybe. I would say we'd probably see Calvin again. Hmm. Realistically, I see it being Josh. um, But the one I want to see is the Ortega. Not going to lie. Yeah, you did send me a text saying lie.
1: I don't know, man. I just... It's a good matchup, right? I, they're both great fighters, but I think from a stylistic standpoint, how don't you want him in there with Yair, bro? I
0: know, I know, that'd be such a big yeah. Fight. Yair just got out of that fight in November. Like he's got to take a little bit more time, and I think Ortega that fight was in July, so he's had a lot more time than Yair. Um, but yeah, if we're not we're not talking about realistic, definitely I do want to see. I want to see both though because Calvin he's a great wrestler. And then you got Ortega, you know, we, we know what he can do on the ground. Um, both are really good with the hands, man. It'd be a banger of a fight, and I think with Yair, um, I want to see him take a little bit more time. I think, uh, and not and not necessarily to, you know, brushing up on the on the uh, the style a little bit more, you know, because he looked he looked phenomenal in that fight versus Max. He he had a uh, he took a lot of stuff from a, a lot of other fighters in that fight, you know. Um, so he, he's definitely polished, but I, I want to see him take a little bit more time. And um, and and that fight just that fight will just stall this man from from getting that uh that fight with with Volk one day, man. We gotta see Calvin there, man. I'm th- I'm thinking about how we get Calvin to that UFC gold man, and I think it's I think the realistic. Uh, approach would be Josh Emmett uh, to get that fight secured. But Josh
1: Emmett is six, and Calvin right now I know, is five. How does that pull him closer to realistic, big Volk?
0: Realistic. I'm saying realistic fights would be Josh, Josh Emmett, and then uh, the fight with Ortega.
1: So Josh Emmett versus Ortega.
0: No, Josh versus uh, Calvin oh. would be a realistic fight. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, You're yeah. Probably worded that wrong. That'd be a realistic fight, but getting closer to gold, I think, would be Ortega. I think if he gets a fight with Ortega beats him, he'll definitely get a title. Yeah, player.
1: I agree with that for sure. He definitely got it because Ortega's number two in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I just, no, yeah, from a stylistic standpoint, bro, I want him in there with Yair. Yeah, yeah. I get he wants time off, but before that Max fight, he was off for like, what, three, four years? Two years? some Some extensive amount of time. So I don't know if I want to see him take more time off. I want him to heal from all the injuries, get back in the gym, and come back ASAP, no Rocky, and fight Mr. Calvin Cater. Like you said, Calvin didn't take that much damage. So if he's ready in three months, Calvin, I'm sure, is down. If he's ready in six months, I'm sure Calvin's yeah. in no rush. Yeah. You know?
0: It's just that damage he took, man. Yeah. I mean, it was so recent. Yeah. And then, of course, Ortega, lot of Right. It's- It'll be ready a lot sooner uh, for Calvin, so I feel like that would that would come, um, and if that ends up coming, then Josh Josh Emme can end up fighting uh, maybe Arnold Allen or somebody in that top five. But yeah, I mean re- realistically. Damn, it could be it could be another two fights, man. We see we see with Calvin, but I hope it's one more fight mm-hmm. than, than the goal. I agree, but it might be two fights, just based off how you know these rankings are going and these guys. A lot of these guys are hurting still,
1: um. So yeah, I hope it's one two, bro. A lot, of,
0: a lot of broken faces and injuries. It's crazy, <laughs>
1: they, bro. These guys go through fucking wars, dude.
0: I know. Yeah, you got to give them the time.
1: Yeah, you know? they got to take their sweet time. But I feel ultimately. The most bad for Josh Emmett. I know he's been sitting by the phone the past Man. few weeks, just yeah. hoping, yeah. just hoping he gets a ring from big old Dana White.
0: And that's another guy too. You know, it's been out for a long time from injury, right? So it's it's sort of the, a similar deal with with that year. So I understand that wanting to get back in there, but Josh is not hurting. Yair is, yeah, so can't do nothing about that.
1: Yeah, man. So hopefully we see we see these these matchups. Either way, bro, I think this it's only entertainment. Yeah, either way,
0: anything, any fight would be good. Honestly, any of those fights would be good. Yeah. Whether it's Calvin versus Josh, Calvin versus Yeah, yeah, Calvin versus Ortega It like we'd all be happy with that. You know, just seeing those guys in the same presence together is like, damn. That's a that's a. You know, it's one of those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a great division, man. So it's your it's your favorite featherweight.
0: My favorite featherweight. Like
1: your your featherweight's your favorite division.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely my favorite mm. division right now. It always changes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. This is the most. This is the most exciting division. I feel like right now. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, a close second would be the um, the lightweights. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think to me, probably the the bantamweights are really high up there.
0: Yeah, the bantamweights are up there too. I forgot about them. Yeah,
1: they're just deep as fuck. One through fifteen.
0: But I, 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 I just hype with Islam, man. It's just, it's, it's just there for me. I'm not probably not for most people, but for me personally, it, like if he gets UFC gold this year, that'd be insane. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's insane, it's an, and it's coming. Yeah, it's it's, it's inevitable.
0: Yeah, I'll say by the end of the year, this man will be fighting for a belt mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. for sure.
1: He'll be challenging. One
0: more, one more fight, and then he'll start making that phone call. Like, yeah, it's time. Like, yeah. It's, it's time. So, it's time for that fight.
1: <laughs> sign me up. That's all I got to yeah, say on that. Yeah,
0: for sure. I had a
1: question, though, about uh, the Calvin Giga. Did you have any more?
0: Oh, no, that was a right.
1: This Calvin Giga fight. So say you're going into that fifth or, yeah, that last and final round. Giga's behind four rounds to Zill. If you're, I would say three. Nah, bro.
0: I because I, I give him the second one. I give him the second Yeah?
1: You're, you're, in, you're in a very uh, slim my, minority there, pal.
0: Well, I mean, regardless, he lost the fight anyway, yeah. like by a margin. But yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll give him the third. I mean, I think the judges sort of, well, one of the, two of the judges, I think, gave him the second round, which was interesting. Bro.
1: Nah, bro. The judges' scorecards were unanimous all time. All five rounds. On, oh, not all the five. not the
0: score, not the uh, not the uh, the judging my bad. The judgment, the, uh, the score, like Giga just landed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh in terms of strikes. Oh, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what oh. I'd probably give him that round. By. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: But say you're in you're in Giga's corner, and you know your fighter is just no way he wins on points, and he, you see him slowing down, and you see the the pace he's moving at. Is there any thought in your mind of stopping the fight, throwing in the towel?
0: You think this fight should have been stopped?
1: Yeah, bro. Like the Max fight, I thought Calvin Cater's team should have stopped it. Probably in that fourth or fifth round. And I think the same for this fight.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think they were letting him go out on his heels. Just because it was his first five-rounder. So, yeah, I would... would, uh, Yeah, you can make that case. But I think... For the first time, somebody's been to this place. You know that's a dark place. Yeah, I think that's one of those things we gotta kind of let them go through it for the first time. But if that happened again, yeah, definitely stop it the second time. But I think the first time, I think you gotta kind of let it go.
1: Give him a chance kinda to see learn. what they
0: do. Yeah, give him a chance to learn and and learn from them. Because if you just cut the guy short, you know he didn't get to experience any of that. And I feel like that's a life changing moment for him. Um, as it was for, <laughs> as it was for Calvin as well. We can clearly see he was a different fighter in this mm-hmm. one. Um, I think you let it go, and I know that's an unpopular opinion, um, but I think you let it go. Mm. Fair
1: enough. I mean, the, the argument against it would be he came out in that fifth round throwing heat, bro. He was throwing fire strikes at Calvin.
0: But like you said, it was. Is it? Is is it enough at this point? Yeah,
1: is it you know yeah, I mean? is it worth it trying to risk scoring a KO or a finish late in the fight? And your fighter is definitely like forty yeah. percent what he was.
0: I would say this. I'll say this. I'll say maybe by round four, if there's just no hope there, maybe end it there. I'd still think you should let that guy go out on his, you know, his shield. But I fully believe in that for the first time. Um, definitely let him go out on his shield, but. Uh, yeah. If you make it a case for that, there's nothing going on in the fourth, definitely because there's just nothing. There's no hope for the rest of this fight. But you know, the fifth is different. It's like, it's like what are you gonna do in the fifth? It's like the fight's already there. Yeah. So you might as well just let him finish. So fourth round, maybe fifth. There's just no. Just no question just about it. Let him finish. Let
1: yeah. It. Interesting. So you wouldn't stop it in the fifth, but you'd stop it in the fourth.
0: Yeah, I'd say probably stop it in the fourth. Like, cause what, what's the point of stopping in the fifth now? Like, the fights, it's still that's still a lot of time to like you know still get your head f- accumulate more damage. Yeah. which he did end up doing in that fight too in that fifth. Um, but yeah, like I said, definitely matters on the fighter. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, if they've been there before already, um, and then those signs from the like it, you should have been stopped by the fourth round. I feel like you just lock the gates on the, on the fifth round. Like there's just no way you're getting out now. Um, yeah. A fifth round shop is just bad. Like a towel. It just looks bad too, because it's like, Oh, now you throw the towel. In. Now you like, look at what happened the first four round. Now you're throwing the towel. So it just looks bad either way. Um, but obviously the coaches don't think like that. That's more of like the trolls and on, <laughs> on Twitter and stuff like yeah. that. They'll say shit, shit like that. But, um, yeah, definitely depend. That's like a question, but I t- I feel like it definitely depends. Yeah. And that that'd be that'd be a good question to ask like like a coach or something. Mm. You know, because they know the fighter a little bit more than we do. So maybe the the corners sort of like, Oh, Giga's like don't stop this fight. And then there's even fighters too, like, damn, I remember there was a fighter who said this to Herzog, I feel like or no, it wasn't her. Like it was, P, it was Keith Peterson. Um, I can't remember who it was, but he told him before the fight, "Do not." Stop oh, like if yeah. I go down, you remember? I that? think it was Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like, do not stop this fucking. Fight, yeah. Like, no matter what, and so yeah, I feel like it just depends on the circumstances, you know. Yeah, uh, for sure. Luke Rockhold... Stop that fight. first round. <laughs> get him the fuck out. If he falls down once, if he even trips, get him out of Get him out. Get him so, out. this is some
1: out. good old Luke Rockhold slander for the culture. I love it.
0: Got to, yeah, because yeah, that's a guy like you know, this guy's got a history of getting out. Yeah. Oh my God. Frankie Edgar. Get him out. 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 If he's not doing anything by like the third round, he's getting beat down. Get him out of there, man.
1: No mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Luke Rockhold is not only just synonymous for getting dropped, but synonymous yeah. for getting his jaw broken in a fight. Dude, I seen he it. He
0: broke his ankle one time too. I seen
1: a tweet one time by I forgot some, some some journalist said like he had four broken jaws in his UFC oh, yeah. career. That's doubting. That's crazy. And the other day, it's funny. We talking about this the other day. I rewatched the Yoel Romero versus uh, Luke Rocco fight, mm-hmm. and Luke got. I, like, I don't think there was a more brutal shot than the one Luke ate. Like, he, this guy was on the ground, and it's like Yoel did a, a softball pitch. He, like, completely winded up this uppercut and fucking smashed Luke's face.
0: Yeah, it was bad.
1: Remember that? That shit was, I think, the most brutal. Brutal I don't, shot. don't think that was his brutal bro. One. I don't
0: think that was his most brutal. I think the one with Blahovic was the worst one. Oh,
1: that was a bad KO too. Because
0: he he knocked him clean yeah. on the side of the chin. That was an... and not only that, his neck snapped <laughs> back when he went to the when he went to the yeah. And then and then he just hit him with a dungeon yeah. on the way down. It was just
1: brutal. Yeah, that was the other fight where he broke his jaw.
0: Yeah, he broke his jaw there too. I think that was yeah. that young one. That's that's up. That's down. crazy. What How did this end up being <laughs> <Luke Rockhold? laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about yeah, yeah, we're
1: we're 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 fucking ranking <laughs> his KOs, yo. That's so <laughs> funny. Uh but just to g- come back to my question about the stoppage, the reason why I ask is because I think in boxing it's so much more a thing for the corner to throw in the towel. And I see maybe because a boxing match is ten to twelve rounds versus a five round UFC fight. So the 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 amount of rounds are less so maybe that's the reason there's just more time to get your head smashed in and boxing's more of a head sport versus like getting hit on your legs and your knees and your whatever and i i I seen an interview with mark goddard who's a referee you know who he is and I, i was shocked to hear his voice i know i know his 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 twitter uh Handle has UK in it, but I was shocked. I thought he'd come out with like a New York accent or like a New Jersey accent or some shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> from across
0: the pond. Yeah,
1: he's from across the pond, bro. And I expected him to sound like fucking Frankie Edgar, <laughs> Tony Soprano, or something. <laughs> but I see an interview with him and uh just talking about yeah. the MMA culture and the lack of corners throwing in towels and saving their fighters, just letting them get fucking yeah. beat. And uh yeah. um,
0: yeah, and I feel like it's a I feel like with boxing there's a lot more leeway because of the rounds are shorter. And it's more of a thing like so look at like the culture of boxing, right? all the cornermen, they know their fighter, like the back of their hand. Yeah. They're completely dedicated to this fighter. It's not usually all the time with UFC fighters that their corner is completely focused on them at, all time. You know everybody has that luxury, you know, like John Jones and, and Ganu and, you know, Usman and all those guys. Not everybody has that luxury, so maybe not every cornerman knows their fighter to that extent. Um, you know, they have multiple fighters they train after, you know, it's not usually like a one on one situation. That's very specific though. that's a very specific thing. I just think with in the culture of UFC it's you see a lot more guys going out on in their shield. And there's a lot more comeback knockouts in the UFC, right, opposed, to, opposed boxing. to boxing. When do we ever see a guy losing eleven rounds and knocking a guy on the twelve? It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. It's literally not gonna happen. So, a lot of those fights end early because of that. I feel. But yeah.
1: yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Like
0: these are great questions to ask a coach, by the way. Like, <laughs> like any trainer or anything. These are great questions. Like they know a lot
1: more. Yeah well for sure ask bro the
0: fighter and yeah like they know a lot more about the fighter too so it's it's one of those things where it's like we're never gonna know yeah him.
1: until we get one of them on the show and we we can ask them the question we can see what they what they really think the the pros themselves
0: yeah ask a professional you know what the what it's you know how's that situation like because i know a lot of fighters probably do that they're like yeah, like, if the refs aren't stopping it, you're definitely not stopping it. And I feel like that's, like, a thing in UFC for for a lot of guys uh, that kind of just want to, you know, go in there and die, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll choose death it over stopping the fight.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It's a scary, it's a scary world. It really but, is. You know, UFC's built like that. You know, it's just a, a violent sport, mm. the most violent sport ever. Yeah. So. A lot of those guys yeah. live up to that. Facts,
1: and I I will credit the officiating in the in the UFC though. I feel like those guys are, are really, unless other than Herb Dean. <laughs> let me make that clear. Other than
0: hey, I I didn't say it. This yeah, I, didn't
1: I beat you, you to the punch. <laughs> but like I feel like UFC officiate, like the referees, they they know when to stop it. There's never like a, there's never like four extra strikes, significant strikes at least, unless it's a Francis Ngannou fight too. Francis Ngannou throws, like, fucking hammer fist while the guy's sleeping. Um, yeah, very true, very true. But, yeah, ultimately, I think referees do a great job in today's age of protecting fighters.
0: Yeah, for the most part, I would agree. But, I think the, the boxing refs probably do a better job, but think it's so? a different sport. Yeah. yeah, it's a different sport, and it's a different environment, you know, so you got to adapt differently. You also, you also don't have to, you know, worry about a lot other than the guy's face and his body right? mm-hmm. <laughs> in boxing. Yeah. You'll see you gotta pay attention to a lot that's going on, so it's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tougher one to to officiate, but yeah. it'd
1: be fun to talk to a, a referee huh, and see the way they think.
0: Yeah, it would be right. I mean, we should professional referee. A lot I hear a lot of refs these days are like they're not really trained, so like, <laughs> be careful you gotta be careful who we
1: get on here yeah they graduated from the herbert sherbert (laughs) university
0: (laughs) (laughs) grantee herb's probably like one of the greatest refs he's probably got one of the greatest refing schools yeah but he's lost his touch yeah like
1: big mike is big mike's to go bro come on
0: oh big mike's to go herzog
1: up there he's up yeah he's up there for sure he's
0: up there he's up there yeah but yeah before we get too off the rails man great fight um don't really care where the the next fight goes i just want to see max Mm. max i want to see i want to see calvin touch that gold man i want to see him at least get near it which he can i definitely think he can um and then obviously we have to see that max first cater to one of these days yes sir that's definitely that's definitely gotta happen whether it's for a title or not but it would be great It'd be great to see that one again. But, yeah, that's all I got to really see on this fight, man. Yeah.
1: We didn't even talk about Max versus uh, Cater, too. That's another matchup that, who knows, could could happen one day.
0: Yeah, it could happen. You know, with his injuries, he's, like, re readdressing injuries that have happened already. Yeah. He's, like, training through injuries. Yeah. Who knows when this guy will come yeah. back? <laughs> he I
1: heard. I heard somebody talking about it, and they said like six months or something for his return.
0: Yeah, because he's because he's reactivating injuries that are like he never got taken care of. Mm. It's like those are the worst ones. Yeah, too. It's like ugh, you got to tend to those, yeah. man. Especially as an athlete, the
1: grueling ones, man. Those those take a toll, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Speaking yeah. of what? I feel like is, yeah, go ahead. We have a fucking crazy weekend this weekend don't we josh
0: oh yeah i feel like we should save that for next week though yeah we should let's save it let's save it let's yeah let's let's, let's save it let's, save it. let's, save it. let's save it. there's a, there's a lot to talk about next week and yeah so we'll, we'll save it for nice and this was great man this is great yes, sir yes sir it was it's a great sit down some good fights this weekend a little warm-up for the year not bad not bad not too bad not too shabby mm. Uh, I feel like we covered everything we needed to. So this is great. Yes, sir.
1: Thank you, my boy. And thank you to the listeners. If you made it this far in the podcast, please follow us on all socials at the Hurt Business Podcast underscore at the end on some. Uh, Thank you for listening to the post fight. Come back on Thursday or Friday for the pre-fight podcast we'll be breaking down UFC 270 along with a few interesting boxing matchups that will take place this weekend uh so come back listen to us and see you then